All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is I, your gracious co-host, Aaron Baker, back once again with, with honestly, this is going to be one of the most exciting episodes that I have ever recorded. I'm hot, I'm heated, I'm pissed off, and we're talking about what everybody else under the fucking sun is talking about, and that's this goddamn coronavirus. I've got a lot to get off my chest that I've kept pinned up for the last week and a half because I chose to self-quarantine for the safety and the health of my family. I'll explain what self-quarantine, how I got to self-quarantine here in a little bit. But before I do that, I just want to say thank you to each and every one of you that have listened to every episode from the very beginning. Or if you're just now coming aboard, thank you for listening as well. Um, if you haven't already, go like the Facebook page. I'm also looking to uh, go to a different podcast hosting site. Um as well, trying to look into uh, this new thing called Anchor F Anchor FM. I do believe it's called. I'm trying to look into that. Trying to see if that's a good fit for the podcast. Uh, I've done. I've worked with Podbean before. They're they're great. Um, I'm just looking for a different hosting platform for all for everyone to listen to the show because I know that there are some people out there that the podcast won't play on their phones or something's something's up with um, with them getting the this product. So I'm all, I'm working on that. What I'm also working on is trying to get my laptop into the shop. Uh, I have to take it to a UPS store, and they got to ship it out to whoever does the Walmart claims stuff, and get a brand new laptop. Um, with the car, with my car being out of commission, I have to ask. I have to make sure and ask people if it's okay for them to, you know, give me a ride to the UPS store. Yada yada yada. But enough about this goddamn broken laptop. Let's get to the moment that you've all been waiting for. Let's talk about this goddamn virus. Okay, so if you've been living under a fucking rock, which honestly wouldn't surprise me at this point, there's a little virus that everybody thinks it's going to cause the end of the world. It's called COVID-19, or also known as the coronavirus. And it's and it's literally sweeping the nation, no pun intended. It's halting businesses as we know it. I mean, it's halting non-essential businesses and keeping essential businesses alive. And I think it's the death of the mom and pop shops, the local, the local shops that rely that can get by, but just barely. And now everybody's going to shop at places like Walmart and these big box re- retail stores who their corporate their corporate offices really don't give a shit about the guy that's the lowest on the totem pole. They only care about the bottom line and how much money is going to fill their goddamn pockets. Yeah, I said it. Corporate America is a cutthroat fucking business. And the people that are out on the front lines, that are in the retail retail industry, 
I'm honestly shocked that you motherfuckers aren't going on a riot because you, out of all the people besides doctors, are running the risk of being exposed to this virus. Now I'm going to get into my job as well because nobody at my job gives a fuck about me or what I have to say on this fucking podcast, so they're not even going to listen, so I'm just going to let it all out on the line as I usually do. I don't bullshit you guys on this show, and I never will start to bullshit you. Now, you're probably wondering to yourself why I'm coming in in such a hot and heated mood. I'll tell you why. Because my... Because this virus... I was one of those people that wasn't taking it serious at first. I'm like, eh, it's not going to come here to America. And then you'd start hearing those little, those little just, oh, hey, someone in, uh, I don't know, fucking Florida's got it. Someone in California's got it. Someone in Washington's got it. Well, now it seems like everybody and their fucking grandma has the coronavirus or some shape or form of the flu or whatever. And here, I'm going to put my conspiracy theorist cap on, and I'm just going to say this, and I'm going to state it for the record. I don't give a fuck who's listening, because honestly, I'm just in that mood of not giving a fuck. My honest opinion, and I will say this till the day that I die, because I have a feeling that everybody that I know is just going to make it out of this, whether it's with the clothes on our backs or if we have to fight and crawl our way out of this goddamn thing, whatever happens, whatever comes first. I believe that this coronavirus was a manufactured, man-made virus in a fucking lab that the world government just decided, you know, we're getting a little too overcrowded. Let's develop a, let's develop a biological weapon and thin the herd and kill off I don't know 45% of the human population Let, let's just do let's do that and let's just say let's just give people that that hope that oh hey guys we're we're on it we're finding a cure and we're gonna get through this and that's exactly what the government has been doing they've been telling you Oh, we're going to try to keep the death toll into the just below or just at 240,000. That's a pretty odd number to just throw out there. If if you're asking me, 240,000 deaths is where you want to just keep it at? Mm. I'm going to tell you right now. Once the U.S. hits that 240,000 death toll, that's when the vaccine's going to come. And that's when they're going to be like, okay, sorry it took so long, but we found a cure. Sorry for those 240,000 people that had to make a goddamn sacrifice in order for us to figure out how to fucking kill this virus. Now, Now, here's the thing. I'm all for social, I'm all, I don't want to say I'm all for social distancing because I just don't think it's going to prevent the widespread, if this virus goes airborne, social distancing ain't going to mean shit. 
I'm just gonna tell you that right now. Six feet away from somebody ain't gonna mean shit when a virus goes airborne. You breathe, you breathe in this air, and it's got the virus in it. You're completely fucked. You are completely fucked. Okay. So pray to whatever god that you think exists exists. That this virus does not go airborne because everybody and their fucking mother is going to be fucked. So, let's transition into this whole thing now. A few weeks ago, I can't really remember this specific date. But I think it was two weeks ago. Uh, two weeks ago this Sunday. The Ohio governor, Mike DeWine, said, Hey, everybody, stay at home. Monday rolls around. Guess who the fuck doesn't stay home? Everybody. Everybody doesn't stay home. They're like, ah, eh, fuck it. So then the governor, that Monday, that Monday says, okay, we're going to shut down all these non-essential businesses. That means music stores, art stores, fucking essential nail salons, gyms. Certain daycares. Now we're going to limit the daycares. And we're going to do all this shit. And unfortunately, guess what? The virus is still spreading. So what the fuck is a stay-at-home order going to do for the people like me whose job gets deemed essential? Okay? Okay. Let me, let me put this in perspective because I'm going to tell you right now. If I had the power and the balls to send this to government officials, I'm going to tell you right now, they ain't going to be happy with what I'm about to say. It seems to me, it seems to me, this stay-at-home, the stay-at-home issue that everybody in the fucking goddamn United States is starting to issue now, it seems to me that, oh, stay at home, but the essential businesses. It seems to me that you guys are just thinning the herd and you're going to let the fucking weak survive so you can take control in some way, shape, or form because the weak-minded the weak -minded and the simpletons that are just staying at home collecting a goddamn unemployment paycheck are going to look to you for answers. Meanwhile, people like me that ship fucking landscaping products are risking our fucking family's lives and our own lives to get exposed to this goddamn shit? Fuck that. Fuck that. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I work for a company that deem themselves worthy of being essential and they ship fucking landscaping supplies. I'm talking shovels, fucking rakes, hoes, Fucking bales of rice. You fucking name it. Who the fuck? See, this is where I'm going to go on a rant now. And I apologize if I'm yelling in your ear. But I'm going to tell you right now. Joe Schmo in the state of Nevada is not going to die. Is not going to deem. Oh, man. I really need this goddamn shovel in order for me to survive. No, it, it's not. It doesn't work that way. In my world, the shit that's essential is food. Food. Shit to protect your family with. That means weapons. Ammunition. I'm not one to shoot a gun. I'm one to stay quiet and, and keep it simple. 
Because if somebody's gonna come into my house, they're in close quarters combat. What the fuck is a gun gonna do if I'm standing, if I'm standing two inches away from somebody? That that that's close quarters combat. What the fuck? I'd rather use a knife, a hatchet, a fucking tomahawk, whatever I can get my hands on to kill somebody other than a gun. That's just gonna alert people. Now I'm getting on a tangent. Okay, my job deem themselves essential to ship landscaping supplies. Now, granted, yes, that keeps on upkeep for certain buildings, the essential ones. But I got Joe Schmo and Patty Do-Right over here ordering fucking soil knives because they want to be outside gardening. Granted, yes, you're giving me a paycheck. But honestly, honestly, do you really need that soil knife? No. Do you really do you really need the, a fucking roll of bamboo? Do you really need a roll of fucking burlap? Now granted, granted, I, I will say I'll, I will say this. Our job is essential to the farmers, yes. But what happens when the crops and the food supply gets contaminated? Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Our job is completely deemed unneeded. In my eyes, in my eyes, our job is unneeded to begin with. I don't see, I don't see how we are benefiting society if uh, harvesting season is until the fall. Granted, yes, the plants gotta grow. I get that. I get that. But all the... I'll say this. My company that I work for, the big, the big dollar businesses, closed. Walt Disney World, closed. Disneyland, closed. Universal Studios, closed. We ship... When I started, we shipped shit for the fucking Milwaukee Brewers. Their season's canceled. NFL, kind of up in the air. College football, up in the air. And I'm going to tell you right now, they're going to get canceled. But enough about my shitty job. Because I'm going to continue with it in a little bit. So that Monday that I talked about earlier, the Ohio governor said that essential businesses, they, they can stay open. Well, my job on Monday decided to say, hey, we're working. We're essential because we got to fulfill these orders. Again, again, they're thinking about the bottom line. They always got to think about that fucking thing that makes the world go around. The little green piece of paper, you know, the thing called money. They gotta let that go. They gotta let that just be their center focus instead of the health and well-being of their fucking of their fucking employees. I'm gonna tell you right now, this six feet thing. If anybody gets within four feet of me, I'm walking. I have that right. I have that opportunity. I don't give a fuck about. I don't give a fuck about. Patty do right over here. Oh, she's sanitizing her fucking area. But fucking Joe Glauberman over here comes in sick and doesn't tell a fucking soul about it because he's sorry. He's worried about he's gonna get fired. 
Now, granted, they put that little thing to bed and said, nobody's going to get fired. Okay. We'll see how long that lasts. Really. But they gave people the opportunity to take two... They took... They gave the oppor... Okay, let me get my thoughts here. They gave people the opportunity to take this entire quarantine thing off. That was two weeks ago. Quarantine got extended. Now we have to go back to work, expose ourselves for a fucking slim chance. Not even a slim chance anymore. But we're giving ourselves to exposure the longer we're in business. And does our fucking boss give a fuck? Nah. You know what I have to do on Monday? I gotta wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning to work a 12, to work a fucking 12 hour day Monday and Tuesday. Why? Because we're fucking behind and we're not allowed to work overtime. But guess what? A 40 hour work week is considered non-overtime. I'm working a 52-hour work, work week. What do I know, right? Maybe I'm just too smart for my own good. But that seems completely fucked. My job before I left was teeter-tottering with, oh, we're going to have overtime or not. And I had the utmost satisfaction of telling them, I'm not going to be here the rest of the week, and I'm not going to be here the rest of next week. And the look on their faces was of just pure, just astonishment. And this is, and now this is where I'm going to say some shit that my job just isn't going to like. What? But what I'm going to state here is pure factual information. The week, the. The day that the governor of Ohio issued a stay-at-home warning, oh, well, stay-at-home act or whatever, I'll say proclamation. My county, which consists of three towns, which consists of three towns, had 43 cases in the span of 24 to 48 hours. Sorry. I'm not running the risk of having my middle son who is who has apraxia, which means that he can't speak and has to use sign language as a form of communication and also has a compromised immune system. I'm not ri running the risk of having my son get sick just for your fucking bottom line to stay level-headed. Sorry, fuck all that. Fuck all that noise. I'm not going to be the one that's going to tow a company line for somebody that just claims that, oh, we care about our, fam our employees' families, but we're going to work them like fucking dogs just so our bottom line can stay above water. I'm sorry to break it to you here, folks. And it's not like they're going to listen to begin with. But I'm sorry to break it to you. My busy season's not going to end until fucking November at this present point because the system that we implemented, fucked. The changes that we've implemented in this fucking building, fucked. I, I honestly don't know where else to go with this 
entire discussion about my job. Because at this present point, I'm being treated so sh so shitty that I'm ready to just walk. I I'm so tired of having to deal with the constant bullshit that oh here my job I I do load a truck I do load a truck okay I load a truck with all the packages that we ship okay and in a busy season that job is going to require two or three people and I'm the only one over there that's why I took my two that's why I took my week and a half off one because it was offered to me and two because I just needed some goddamn time off and I'm not gonna be one of those people that's so burnt out on their jobs that they're gonna come in and just fucking shoot up the place not that I would fucking do that because I've got a level head alright now enough about my job let's get to the next step the next step that I took was self quarantine and I talked about my I talked to my fiance about this the day that we had our little company meeting and I told her exactly what was going on and what actions we should take and she said let's just self-quarantine no one in no one out now granted I had to go out for supply for some much-needed supplies and that was the only time that I actually left the house now you're asking to yourself, what it, what is self-quarantine? And I pretty much just explained it briefly. Self-quarantine is basically um, when you and your family don't allow anybody in your house. Nobody, Nobody's coming out. Nobody's coming, uh, I mean, clothes from... If you if you go out for supplies, clothes taken off immediately, shoes taken off immediately, set outside, washed, sanitized, everything. We took the precautions that were needed to make sure that we nobody in this house contracted this virus. We took every precaution needed: hands washed, uh, kids bathed, con kids bathed every day. And honestly, honestly, yes, it, w it was it a scary time not knowing where or when shit was going to hit the fan? A little bit, a little bit. But you know what? I stayed calm. We stayed calm through all this because we knew what we needed. We got to the store, got what we needed, got out. Now today, I had to go and get my check, cash it. And get some supplies. I got my supplies, got in, got out. Now, what what the store that I went to, Walmart, what they are doing is limiting people going in. I'm all for it. But I'm going to tell you, eventually people are going to lose their fucking patience. And it's going to cause some riots. It's going to cause some riots, people. So, be prepared, be ready. Now, what else? Um, oh, and basically, basically, since we've since we've been saving money, we were able to, you know, DoorDash, um, uh, Grubhub, 
and we make sure that they left it on the porch because we don't want to expose we don't want anybody to expose us and even if we have it we wouldn't want to have anybody come to our house and be exposed themselves now now I want to go back real quick because I forgot to mention something about my job they uh, they are implementing that people wear masks or some kind of protective stuff over your face. I went in today. Nobody's doing that. They're sanitizing everything. Granted, yeah, that's great. That's that's all great. But if somebody sneezes and they got the virus and don't tell anybody, which is fucked in itself, and nobody's wearing any protect. I mean, granted, I didn't see a whole lot of people, but the people that I did see, they weren't wearing any masks. I'm wearing a fucking mask. I'm wearing a goddamn bandana. Goddamn bandana. And God help me, they tell me to take it off. God help me, they tell me to take it off because I ain't going to fall for that shit. I got a family and kids to take care of. I don't give a fuck. And sorry, I am nice to some of my coworkers, but I don't give a fuck about anybody else's family but my own. This is the day and age where I'm done showing compassion for most people. I have an inner circle so goddamn small... That it's about maybe three or four people that I can trust with my fucking life. And if you're not in that inner circle, again, here I go, I'm going on a tangent. But if you're not in this inner circle when the shit hits the fan, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You had your chance. Now it's my time to protect my family and make sure that we are staying safe, healthy, and are fed. Now, if this virus does shut down completely everything down it's going to be just like the great depression in the 1920s it's going to be a fight to survive and it's going to be the next step in evolution it's going to be the next step in evolution i've heard people throw out every single kind of theory about what this is it's nature's it's nature taking course it's it's this it's that I'm sticking to my guns, saying that it's a man-made thing that was in a lab. Somebody was going to sell it as a biological weapon. Shit hit the fan, and the virus is now is was now exposed. If that happens to be the case, then I'm going to be pissed off. Because I have a feeling the CIA is going to be involved, as they always are involved in some way, shape, or form. And I don't mean to get the... It, you have this be the conspiracy hour. Uh, well, the conspiracy a hot minute or hot thirty minutes. But that—that's just me. That's how I—that's how I think. I think in a conspiracy theory mindset because I have to question everything. Because in my life, there's always been questions that have never been answered. Nine eleven. We still don't know who fucking did it. You can tell me till you're blue in the face that somebody in fucking Iraq and Afghanistan and Iran and Pakistan all did it. I have my own theories, and I'm not going to get into that here because this is all about, you know, coronavirus and all that shit. Okay. But like I said, if shit hits the fan, I'm protecting my family and I'm going in hard. I'm going in hard, and I will make sure that my family survives this ep- this pandemic. Now, for those of you that are listening, and you are in self-quarantine, I applaud you, 
if you're not and you're exposing and you haven't gotten tested yet, please go get tested. Because if you have the virus and you're exposing people to this virus, you're part of the problem. You're part of the problem. We as a human race have to clean up our act a little bit and be a little cleaner. Be just a little cleaner. And, and we will all survive. Let's not let it get to that 240,000 death toll. Let's keep it below 5,000. Let's keep it below 5,000, okay? All right. All right, so it's the end. Of, this is the end of the episode, and I just want to tell you guys what's coming um, next week. I know I promised in the last episode a Tom Pratt, Tom, bleh, easy for me to say, Tom Petty appreciation, uh, Lane Staley appreciation, and TNA Destination X 2007. I'm going to scrap those completely, and I'm going to talk about WrestleMania. I'm gonna. I'm setting up a couple of interviews with a couple of with a couple of guests as well. But that's that's all. I'm not gonna promise anything and set anything in stone about about certain uh, topics. If some of those interviews kind of fall through, then I will do some of my uh, other ideas. But in the mean mean. Meantime and the between time, this is Aaron Baker. This is the Bakery Podcast, and I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you enjoyed this playout song. It's a band that I just recently discovered called Heat. That's H period, E period, A period, T period. And this song is a kick-ass fucking tune called Breaking the Silence.